Hey, before I start today's episode, I want to tell you that tally tumblers are finally here. Yes, the long wait is finally over. I have yard game tumblers, tennis tumblers, and even a tumbler, especially for golf. Oh my gosh. So these tumblers are stainless steel, rotating rings, keep track of your score. So you'll never lose track of that score while playing your favorite backyard game. How perfect is that? Ah, you could get your tumbler right now at tallytumbler.com. Use promo code TALLY10, save some money, grab yourself a tumbler, and have some fun. Play, sip, score. Tally Tumbler. This is Toss Talk, where it's all about yard games, having fun, and what it takes to create social entertainment. With your host and creator, Kelvin, on Toss Tunes Radio. Hey, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Toss Talk. And today we are playing Tossin' Tens. Yes, yes. So, if you already have a cornhole board, you need to know about this game. Because Tossin' Tens is an add-on to your cornhole board. So, we all love playing cornhole. I love it. You love it. But, at the end of the night, you kind of want to play something else. This game solves that problem. Tossin' Tens is skee-ball mixed with cornhole. You are throwing your bags into a skee-ball set that is an add-on to your cornhole boards. Yes, you get the numbers and everything, and you're playing a brand new game. Not only are you playing skee-ball, but you could play baseball, you could play a drinking game version, and you could even play a golf version. That is just mind-blowing right there. (laughs) But I have the owner on the line, Mark Tango, coming out of Jersey. And believe it or not, this game, or this add-on to your cornhole boards, is made in the USA. Yes, it is. Uh, We will get into all of that, but uh, links are in the show notes. Check it out. Tossin' Tens. And uh, hey, let's get into this chat. Let's play some Tossin' Tens. Mark, what is up? Welcome to Toss Talk. Thank you, Kevin. How are you? I am doing good. How are you doing? Doing well. Thank you very much. Ah, so I've uh, seen your game on Instagram. Uh, it looks really cool. And um, yeah, I'm glad you're here to talk about it. I want to know, like, how'd you come up with it? And um, who's all in the business with you? Okay. The, the the second part of your question is easier. The business is me. That's it. Me, myself, <laughs> you and I. You are the business. I like that. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. The way I came up with the idea, I've been around the sports and entertainment business for about the past 15 years. And always going outside stadiums, you always saw the tailgaters are playing cornhole. Every every state I was in. I was in New Jersey for nine years at a, a, one of the most uh, the, the largest capacity collegiate stadium. And then right before COVID hit, my company left it, and I started traveling the country. I was at uh, Georgia Tech, and from Georgia Tech to UNLV to Florida State, Florida, been going around all these stadiums and helping out. And everything was, there was a common denominator in every single stadium, parking lot or also college row, like the the Greek life, they call it. Everybody had cornhole. Everywhere you turn was cornhole. 
So it was always subliminal, I guess, to me. Because I always saw cornhole. I walked the block. I walked here. And you always saw cornhole. Then my last uh, job was at the Atlanta Braves Training Academy in Florida. And I helped them set up the academy. And doing that, I said, okay, you need this one game. You got to have cornhole here. It's been around the whole country. They said, absolutely. I got that set up. And then uh, two months later, COVID hit. And everybody lost their job, including me. Come back home, and that was in, that was March. And by the summertime, I was going nuts. And I told my daughter, she's 20 years old. I said, come on, let's, let's go to the boardwalk, which is only 20 minutes away. I grew up on the Jersey Shore. And I said, let me show you a game I played ever since I was little. What, Dad? What? I said, come on, let's just take, take a ride. We go take a ride. <clears throat> and we go to the arcade, and there's skee-ball. We start playing it. And there was older people. Then there was grandparents with the little kids. Everybody was playing this game. It's nostalgia for the Jersey Shore. So we got done playing and she's laughing. She goes, that was fun. Come back home. I started cleaning out my garage a couple of days later. And I saw my cornhole games. And then all of a sudden it just hit me. That was my aha moment. So wait, nice. why can't you play cornhole? Everybody's playing cornhole. Why can't we do it with skee-ball? Made a prototype a month and a half later. And the beginning of October is when I first got the prototype. I started figuring out what I should do. And two and a half years later, I have a patent pending and my trademark is registered. Took two and a half years to get the thing going, and I started selling this past February. So it's it's in wow. conception stage, and it's uh, it feels good. Wow! First of all, that's a lot to unpack there, but congratulations on that. that <laughs> you is, weren't ready. That, you weren't I ready was, for that. I was not ready for all of that, but that's very cool. I love that, and um, I I also love that uh, it's a COVID kind of game. Like you came out of the COVID that, process. Like yes, that's it, it's good. the best thing that happened. The best thing that happened to my family during COVID. Yes, that's good to hear hear a good story. I mean a good story, yeah. yes. Oh man. So um yeah, I just like a lot of yard games, uh they kind of mix two and two together. Uh what I love about your game is that you know it you can play cornhole or you can add that on top of it to actually Correct you know, play a different game as well. Um, quick question. Do you use the same cornhole bags or are you using different bags? Nope. Same exact cornhole bags. Okay. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah, yeah it looks really cool. And you said you got a patent on it as well. I got a patent pending. Patent it takes pending. five years to receive. Yeah, it takes five years to receive the patent, but I'm in the process. And for the past four months, I've been doing shows around all around Jersey and it's funny, I have my tent set up, I have my game set up, <laughs> and my logo, the logo up on my banner, it says, we're cornhole meets skee-ball. Yeah. And that's the first thing that catches people's attention. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, people start going, oh, that's skee-ball, skee-ball. Then once they start saying skee-ball, I see the mouth in it, I call them over, they look at it, they go, it's a great idea. And not yeah. good, it's been doing very well. I love that. I'm glad you're doing well. Um, I got to ask, so where does the name come from? Toss and Tens? The funny part was it took a while to get that name. The first name that I had um, was called Ski Holes. And we thought that was good because I wanted to make sure. I used All the right. word ski. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure I got the Instagram. I got the Gmail. I got the, yeah. uh, the corporate account made up. Uh -huh. And that, nobody had that. So it's great. I started with that. Two and a half months later, I get a cease and desist order from an oh attorney in God. Idaho because I can't use the word ski, S-K-E. So where I had everything starting, my eyes uh, dotted, my T's crossed, I had to change the whole concept. Oh so then I had to God. come up with a new name. The new name was the hardest because I'm sitting down. I had all my family text me. Anytime you think of a good name, text me. My friends were texting me. Yeah. So I, I get a name. I, the Gmail account is good. My Instagram account would be good. But already somebody has that in the GoDaddy or for the domain name. I just want to keep it all together. And then all of a sudden, I don't know how, it came 
tossing tens. They said, let me give this a shot. Go daddy was good. Uh, Instagram was good. Fit tr- Twitter was good. Facebook was good. I said yeah. the last one, I got to make sure the website, website was good. I checked the patent office, no name. I did it right away. <laughs> uh, ha, ha, ha. So I that love took, that. that took, it's just like, you don't realize all the behind the scenes that has to go. People oh, just think, oh, get a name, start doing it. It's nope. a lot involved. Yes, I I feel you on that. Um, when I <laughs> developed uh, my product, Tally Tumblr, I went through like a ton of names, and I don't know that name just kind of hit me at one point, and it, right, and right. The, and the, the domain was open. I was like, I didn't even think about. It. I was like, I just bought that and just went with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's such a good feeling. I love that. And uh, then everything started falling into place. I said, All right, this is gonna work. This is gonna work. That's good. The hardest yeah. thing, the hardest thing, I had uh-huh. all that done. But the hardest thing was getting the mold made because the 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 piece itself is two two feet by thirty five inches. Okay. And then behind the scenes, also, I had to figure out what size box. So then I had to go into the size boxes I would use, and I had yeah. to get a box that would fit two games together, width and length. So that that took a while because they don't make custom bo- custom boxes were expensive. No, I had to find the right size. Not. Then a lot of, since it's a one, one piece molded plastic, I had to find a place that would make that. And that was the hardest thing because yeah, a lot where of- Yeah, where are you getting it made at? Where are you getting it made from? At, right in New Jersey. What? <laughs> right Congrats in New Jersey. On that. Getting so not only in, US, yes, not US only USA product. made, right in New Jersey, an hour from my house. Wow, that so is cool. That would, but it took, that took almost four months to get done. I yeah, mean, I so locations. What was- uh, A lot what, of companies- yeah, what was the most difficult part about like the mold process? Getting the uh, purveyor to do it because what was happening was they wanted to ship it overseas. They wanted to send it to Portugal, to China. I said, no, it's not going. Oh, you could get it done cheaper. I don't care. I want it here, especially what was going on at that time. I said, I want it done in America. Mm-hmm. So then once I started speaking to people locally, I mean, was trying to just get an inj- injection, plastic mold injection, there weren't that many in Jersey. Idaho, uh, Wisconsin. I said, if there's a problem, how can I do this? Then I just started speaking to other people. Well, I, let me check with a friend of mine. A friend of, okay, yeah, friend of my friend, yeah. Next thing you know, I got in touch with one guy. And he goes, yeah, we could do this. Money was a little bit crazy, but we started speaking about it. He can make the mold, but now the next problem is, how do I get the product made? So then he and I spoke to, we spoke for a while. He goes, wait, let me introduce you to my friend. So this other gentleman had a company and he does all plastic injections. Three of us got together and it was a match made in heaven. So wow. made in Jersey, the, the mold was made in Jersey, the injections, and I finished it off in Jersey also. That's pretty cool. Um, what was, uh, what was your background before you started doing all this? Like, what was your job? Uh, I worked for, uh, like I said, the largest collegiate stadium in New Jersey. I was there for 10 years and I was in charge of the football stadium, a 54,000 seat stadium. Wow. Uh, a 12,000 seat basketball arena and a 4,000 seat uh, soccer stadium. And then uh, after I left there, my, my company pulled out one year and then I started going around the United States helping out different stadiums. They're best uh, trying to do like motion studies and seeing how they can get more profit and more money into the, the arena. And then it was at the Atlanta Braves training facility. I went down there. Okay. So it sounds, sounds like you kind of had like a good angle of how to make things better. So yes, working yes. on a yeah, so working on a product is something you know always trying to make something a little my, bit better, yeah. And it was my own right, and you you hit the nail on the head. Like people always say, oh, you just made cornhole even better. I took yeah. the existing product. You did. What can I do to it? Yeah, exactly. I like that. Yeah, some I, people. I, I see where your heads at. <laughs> some people say, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. 
But then other people say, if it's broke, if it's not broken, break it so you can fix it. So yeah, I guess or, I broke it to fix it even better, <laughs> or you know, or upgrade it. You know, make it a little exactly. bit better. <laughs> they call it steroid. They call that cornhole on steroids now. <laughs> yes, I like that. Um, so how exactly do you play the game? Just to explain to people that may have not seen it or heard of it and listening to this podcast okay. right now. So the first version I had was a ski ball and ski ball in the East coast. People know what it is. I went to a show and it had people from all over America and it was a camp for uh, kids camps and people going, Oh, I want the numbers game. Cause once I started with the ski ball version, the game actually looks like, uh, there's, uh, how can I explain it? At the top of a cornhole game, you have two holes. So like the regular cornhole game has one in the center. With my version, it's an attachment that goes on top of the cornhole game that there'd be two six-inch circles on the top left and right, le- and the top left-hand side and the right-hand side, and there's four coming down the center. So the whole idea is with your bean bags, the numbers are one, two, three, four, five, and the two hardest ones to get on the top left and the top right are tens. That's the name, tossing tens. Ah, That's the point. Is. So you play just like cornhole. You got to throw the ball to the bag into the board. But now you wait, points you land on, those are the points you get. Okay. And are you playing like against somebody or is it just you're trying to get as many so, points? Nope. The same board? way as you play cornhole. It could be okay. two people or four people. And you and cancel on the website, each other out? Yep. You cancel each other out. Okay. And then from that game of skee-ball, I included now I have a baseball version, a golf version. Oh. Ready for this one? Wait. A drinking version. Uh, yes. <laughs> that is And on awesome. the website, the website is www.tossintenpens.com. It, t- it has the rules of how to play the, the regular game, ski ball, how to play the game golf, the one uh, baseball, and I have rules and a gameplay for drinking. And all I have on that, you click on that, it says there are no rules. Just be 21, <laughs> don't drink and drive, enjoy the game. <laughs> uh-huh, I love that. Yes. Yeah. No, oh, that's cool. And you got some different versions of the game. So the, different versions, yes. Yeah. Man, I, I wasn't ready for all of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm working. As a matter of fact, I also had one for um, the, the uh, Kentucky Derby. I had a, a, hot, a horse racing one. And the one I'm working on now is a poker one. And then I'm done. I got to stop oh, trying to create yeah. new ones. But a poker one is pretty cool how it's coming out. Nah, that, that, how would you play the poker one? Uh, where the top two tens are, they're deuces. They say deuces wild. So the first one, the first one, which is the biggest circle, if you hit there, which everybody normally hit, I can't put a card number there, but that's going to be um, like I call the chip in a chair, just meaning you don't get any card or points for it. The next circle, which is the next size that you can normally get a, a bag into, it just says bad beat. But then the next three one, the next three circles that are six inches, it's a, a queen, king, and ace. So you get your five bags. So now you so just like five cards, you throw it to the board. Okay. You get it into the deuces wild. And if you have two others in the king, you got three kings. Uh-huh. So you just got to nice. finalize the gameplay. Nice, so nice. Yes, yeah, getting very intricate. I like it. Yes. Oh, man. So um, what do you think would say is like the most challenging part of like setting up like your supply chain and like shipping out product? Or have you shipped out yet? Are things... Yep, uh, I honestly have no supply chain issues. Yeah. Uh, reason being, since it's made in Jersey, I could call up my vendor on a Monday and say I need 500 games, which I did, and I get to 500 games on Wednesday. Wow. That's how fast. Then I rent wow. the truck. 
I rent the truck, pick it up, bring it right. And as you can see over my shoulder, yeah. that's my warehouse, my garage. I see that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's all the games lined up. <laughs> that is that is that is amazing i i don't so think I've, no, I've i've interviewed a ton of people i don't think anybody right? has it like that like <laughs> that fast that's probably the fastest supply yeah. chain ever <laughs> and it, it works out because i made an appointment with them i said you know if i'm doing shows and normally i give them more of a leeway so listen i i know yeah. how much product that i have I, yeah. maybe it'll last another week i call on monday and so far i had to do two orders and i did not have a problem he goes can we do it for thursday no problem. They wrapped up on uh, pallets. I pick them up, put them in the truck, and eat. And I'm an 18 wheeler, 28 foot box truck, reloaded yeah. to the ceiling, and bring them to my warehouse. <laughs> wow. I hope you guys are enjoying the show so far. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey, do you like golf? And do you like playing darts? Well, I have the game for you. It is called Albatross. Yes, this game mixes darts and golf in a specialty way that just brings it to life. What I mean by that is this game has its own specialty made dartboard that looks like a golf course. Yes, it is bringing dark golf to life. And right now, Toss Talk listeners use promo code TOSSTALK and you'll get 10% off your purchase of an Albatoss dark game. This game is not like your traditional dark game it is Albatross. It has different rules. You are moving forward. You're moving back. You are playing almost like you're playing actual golf, but yet you're throwing darts. Check this game out right now. Use promo code TOSSTALK and get 10% off your purchase of an Albatross set. Links are in the show notes. Albatross, a new way to play darts. All right, so welcome back. Let's get back into this chat. So um, did you have any, like, uh, when they were first creating the product or getting the mold made, did you have any, like, challenges with that? Like, you had to, like, reject some? Like, is this, like, the first or second iteration? Yeah. (laughs) That's a good question. Uh, When I made the prototype, I knew exactly what I wanted. I sat down with the guy uh, who we made it with. And the only tweaks we made per se was to make it lighter for shipping. So yeah. I, instead of having like five centimeters, moved down down to two centimeters. It doesn't uh, change the quality of the board. We just change the little dimensions. So I knocked off close to three quarters of a pound, which might not sound like a lot, but when oh, you ship the product, yes. it's money. Oh yeah. And we cut it. We cut it down a little bit, but that first batch that came off that production line, I got a picture of it. I got a video of it. It was pretty cool. I'm saying here it is. It came out. And the only tweaks we had to do, and again, it was on their end, it was there was too much air being pushed through the mold because it made bubbles. So oh, something okay. he had to tweak the, the PSIs in the air. But once it was corrected and then my new batch came out, he's got the right numbers and it comes out real fast. It, takes, it. it actually takes two minutes and 10 seconds for each board to be made. Wow. That is cool. Yeah. Nice. And then it, <laughs> takes me, it takes me six minutes or well, five minutes to put all the vinyl on each board. Okay. So um, I got to ask, I mean, you don't have to get into specific numbers, but are sales going well? Are people getting, you're getting good feedback? Getting great feedback. Um, I'm, like I said, my first batch of 300 games were sold out in three months. 
and I'm on my second batch, which you see in back of me. Yeah. Uh, the hardest thing is getting it out there to the people that know it. Um, I have one vendor that will not vendor, one customer that bought two games for Texas, and he has a rental company. And all of a sudden, he calls me back a week later. He goes, I need four more. He goes, you're the hottest. He goes, your game is the hottest game that people are asking for. Uh, and on, the, on my Instagram account, it shows you different um, people that are saying that. Yeah. And I got games in, so far, games in California, Texas, two in Virginia, Florida, and close to 200 in Jersey. Pennsylvania has a few, but my main vendor right now is New Jersey because I do the little shows on the weekends. That's yep. the only way to get the word of mouth out there. And that's... I mean, I don't have yes. tens of thousands of dollars hit that marketing budget, but little by little, I have to do it. Yes, I I tell people that all the time, like for selling games or even just selling anything, pretty much uh, getting out in front of people and like playing it, because especially for yard games, like people will look at it and be like, oh, you know, it's just OK. I don't know. But once you actually play it and really get into a right. game, then they're like hooked. So I'm like, yeah, seen it on, seen it on the Instagram. See, yeah. seeing it on the Instagram is one thing, but yes. then all of a sudden when you see it live, it's like, wow, that's there it is, skee baller. There it is, cornhole. Now you put them together. Yes. So speaking of that, like while you're out showing people, uh, what are like some common misconceptions people might say before they play the game while they walk up and like, what is this? Uh, the first, the b- biggest misconception, what do I win? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because I have a ball. Ten- yeah. Yeah, because I have the ten by ten tent, and I'm with everybody else in this uh, uh, like a carnival a festival game. or a fair, yeah. like a carnival. Yeah, and that's the way I'm showing it. I'm different, <laughs> going to different events. I did beer runs in Philadelphia. I did a beer tasting. So I go to those tailgate events, and there's a lot of people. Oh, what do I win? Because they're having a good time, but they love the drinking game one. And they go, "What?" Are I? I said, "No, you don't win anything." This is. And I explain the whole procedure. I pick it up. I show them it. Oh, that's a great idea. And the biggest, I must say. 80% of people I speak to, they just look at me and they go, you know where you should be? And I go, I know exactly what you're going to say. They say, you should be on Shark Tank. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> oh my I'm saying close to 80% tell me that all the time. I hear you. And it's I, a great I idea. Can, it's a great. I could definitely relate. Great game. Yes, I could definitely <laughs> relate to that. That's funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, this is, this has been great. Like I, like I, I love the product. That's why I reached out to you because I was like, this is cool. It's yep. very innovative and something different. And I like seeing new things in the yard game space because I feel like they're, I don't know, I feel like it, things get a little bit generic, but there's so many creative games out there that I like sharing it with other people that like, hey, have you heard of this one? Have you heard of this one? So I like yeah. to have that word of mouth that I'm sharing. So I'm glad that you created something awesome that, yeah, Thank you. I don't think anybody anybody really close to me has heard of, so I'm happy <laughs> to start sharing it. And I'm glad it's very new. Yeah, I'm glad to know that's such a cool backstory. Uh yeah. Um let's get into uh some random questions so we can uh sure. get to know you a little bit more. Okay. So you're you're having uh people over to play some uh toss and tens, family gathering. Uh, what's your go-to dish to make? Go-to dish to make. Mm. I would say something that's easy to hold in your hand on one hand. So you have the bean bag in the other hand. <laughs> so the go-to dish, I mean, you can't beat a hot dog and, and uh, burgers on a grill with family gatherings, no matter where you are. I mean, you have ribs with who makes them good, who makes them bad. You never have a bad burger, cheeseburger. You never true. have a bad cheeseburger. That's true. 
I'm more of a sausage guy myself. But... Of course. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to yeah. tease you with one hand because yeah. the other hand is going to either have the drink or the bag. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. All right. So I asked this question because I figured you might be a cornhole person. Do you have a favorite like cornhole pro player by any chance? Uh, I mean, I watch them all because now the, the league has – Matt Guy is a great person to yeah. see him. Um, uh there's just so many that out there. They're so talented and they're so just the way they throw the bags and how they make it land on the board. And you yes. would look at the Cause right now cornhole is in mainstream. You can see it, it on really ESPN is. and you'll be seeing a lot of it even coming more and more down a pipe. And, but you just see people throwing the bags and saying, how do they do that? It's just like, they'll have three bags hanging on the circle. And next thing you know, it goes right in and it doesn't yeah. touch the other three bags. Yeah. I mean, I love playing cornhole. Um, I love playing a lot of different games, but yeah, seeing them at that level, it is a different type of game. It's kind of crazy how they just get it there every time. And I'm like, it looks right. easy, but it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny part is also with the bags, you don't realize that there's so many different styles and textures on the bags. That has a lot to play in it as well. That's true. Um, do you Are you selling your own bags at all or are you just like just the accessory? Mm -hmm. Just the accessory, because with the bags, because you don't realize how, I mean, I'm a small guy doing this. The yes. shipping cost on these things are, oh if you gosh. buy eight bags, because uh, you need four and four, that's eight pounds that's being shipped. Yes. Go to Amazon, you know, do those, let them ship it. They have the discounts there. Yes. That's what's I'm, easy. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to make money. I tell people, listen, you want to, some people say they don't have a cornhole game. Yeah. Listen, just go on Amazon and buy it. I know. I'm shipping my, uh, my, my, my tally tumblers. Okay. Yeah. I got right here. Keep your keep checking your yep. score on it. You can um, score on there, yeah. I didn't realize like that was like almost like one pound, and it comes up to like you know X amount of dollars for shipping. I'm like, really? It's so small. Like what? Like right. hold on. Yeah. <laughs> because they go um, by the dimensions of the box, and it's just crazy how they do it. Yeah. Believe me, I know the I know the prices to ship it to yeah. California and Texas, and yeah, they just bite the. They just yeah. say, okay, I got gotta, gotta have the game. Gotta bite the bullet. Yeah. Right. Uh, Oh man! So, what is your favorite backyard game to play besides toss and tens? Besides toss and tens, uh, I'm I'm old school Italian. I like bocce ball. Yes, <laughs> I guess me, that's me and you are best friends now. <laughs> I run bocce to, ball leagues here in Virginia Beach. Do you so, really? Yes. Nice. Come to a, think of it, I mean, I I grew up playing bocce ball, so maybe that had some in the back of my mind about just doing the yard game and throwing the ball. Like, who, never yeah. know how it all came to be. I know. I mean, bocce ball is considered like, you know, the first ball game, like yard game, like it's, right. it's, it's up there um, before like a lot of other games are created. Maybe. And what's nice. Yeah. What's nice with bocce ball or toss and tens. Uh, you could see these at high end resorts or you see them at hotels. Because these aren't things that you're going to get sweaty playing. That you could just play yeah. the game and go have dinner. Other games, don't get me wrong, they're great to play. But it, you got to run around, you got to jump, you got to get the ball and do this. Yes. this. These games you don't have to. It's very casual and anybody can play it. I am a fan of lazy games. I don't, I don't <laughs> say lazy, but like you don't have to put that much effort into it. But you get a fun gameplay. Um, right. It's funny you said lazy games. Because yeah. one of my videos on Instagram, it's called Lazy Days. Uh, it's me 
sitting in a chair and just playing the game and, and <laughs> holding a beer. <laughs> I love that. I have to check that out. <laughs> That's the lazy. I love that. Uh, so, uh, next question. Um, what would you say is like the most interesting place you've traveled? Place I traveled? Uh, I, I, when I was in college, I studied hotel restaurant management. And I studied in Italy, France, Germany, and Switzerland. So traveling there back, uh, that was almost 40 years ago. Just oh, wow. a totally different feeling of the whole environment of how things were and just life itself back then, how it changes. And it's nice to see things now. And I said, oh, I saw that. I remember that. Or it, thing, things like that you never forget. That is awesome. Uh, next question. Who would you say was like your childhood hero growing up? Uh, childhood hero, I just say my father, it was always, he instilled in me the business ethics, uh, family morals. It was always something he said, and I always believed in and always trusted him and always spoke to him about anything I ever did in life. It was always, always, he was always the person to go to. I love that. Yeah. Good family bond. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to have somebody look up to like that, especially if it's just your dad. So that's cool. Yeah. All right, that was good. Some good questions, some good answers there. I mean, yeah, got to get to know you a little bit. Uh, I just have a few more questions for you. So you said you started about two years ago. Uh, looking back, what do you think is like one thing you would have done differently when you like you initially started the business? Um, something I would have done differently. Uh you know, I, I thought of this question and saying, like, what would I have done differently? You say that in life also. What I, what would I have done differently? Yeah, I mean, a little bit of hindsight. Yeah. Um, the only, I wish I'd done it sooner. <laughs> I guess yeah, that's easy. I that, wish I'd done it true. <laughs> earlier in life. But, you know, things happen for a reason throughout your life. And if uh, COVID didn't happen, I would never have thought of this. If I wasn't, if my company didn't leave the uh, stadium I was at, I wouldn't have been traveling. I wouldn't have thought of these things. But in hindsight, I really don't know if there's anything I would have changed. I mean, there's, I mean, you know, you're probably looking for this answer saying, oh, no. I would have done this, this. No. But uh, no, everything is knock wood. Everything is working right the way it should have been and the comments I get from people. But it, it took me a while. I mean, it was, it's all me. It's on my shoulders. It took yeah. me a while to get everything from the name to the prototype to the, the size, everything I wanted. And I didn't have to really gather any information on anybody else. It was, this is what I wanted. I know it's going to work. And. I played game after game and tried this and tried this. Like my trials and tribulations always the same game and it came out the way I wanted it. Oh, and I don't know I, if I look, I look at it now and say, would, there's, would there be any changes I would make to the game itself? No, I have handles on it that you could carry it, that you carry it inverted to each other. They stack on each other. Like you see in back of me, you could, they're stacked because one goes into the other and it's, mm -hmm. it's just the right way. I think. No, that that's good. I mean, are you having, fun doing the business and selling the game oh absolutely uh, i'm just hearing everybody speak about it and they say oh i remember playing this game just it brings back childhood memories it just brings back memories good memories of being on the jersey shore or just being from first ski ball and then it brings back memories i mean people say to me i just threw my cornhole in the my cornhole game in the garbage last <laughs> week i wish i didn't do that so yeah sorry oh my gosh. but it's, oh. it's fun being out there in these festivals and fairs and seeing people and Certain holidays, you get bid like Father's Day. I'm getting orders yeah. now. I'm just like just start making them. I say Father's Day is coming. That is awesome, and so when you were just starting out as well, do you think? Uh, well, what would you say would be like a 
resource or tool or like the best advice you got when you were just starting out? Take your time and do a lot of research. I mean, I did research at the research on games and lawn games. I mean, I would just Google different things and one site would bring me to another site and I'm saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe all this is here. But you really got to do your D&D on stuff because there's so much stuff out there and you got to protect yourself. Nice, nice. Yes, do your research. I, I like that. Yeah, because some people just hop into things and all of a sudden yeah. it's not what they not what it seems. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, you, you still have to have a creative mind because <clears throat> in case something does go wrong, how are you going to change it? A business mind as well because you have to figure out, okay, oh, this sounds like great, but you know what? It's costing me $30 to make them sell it for 35 and that's not a good business model, no. but you really got to do a lot of financials and get it all back. Ah, that's good. It's good advice. I like that. Uh, what's new for the business? What's coming up? What are you currently excited about? I'm excited for two shows I have coming up. I have one show in the, on the Jersey, both show, shows on the Jersey Shore, and the one sh- and the, well, three of them actually. I'm actually going to Wildwood, New Jersey, and there's a volleyball tournament and a cornhole tournament. And the owners of the pier, Maurice Pier, called me up and said, we want to have you down here. So that's exciting when someone's they're calling me to say, come on down here. Uh-huh. And then uh, also, another uh, they have a big 4th of July celebration. Over 200,000 people come in the course of 12 hours in Long Branch. And the Chamber of Commerce called me up. They said, we saw you at an event. Would you be interested in coming to ours? So the word's out there, but it's just like local. I just got to now go bigger that's Uh, that's my like the only problem i have right now is just getting it out there bigger okay okay well i love that and hopefully with your help that's the way it's gonna happen there's anything (laughs) i could do to help i'm here i'm here to get you out um and i i love this game i love uh i love anything that kind of makes cornhole a little bit better because some people like they have they have mixed feelings for cornhole some people love it some people hate it and I also think this is a cool way to get more people to maybe play more or right? yeah, just get out and play more because it's a different game and it might have some more fun. And it's, so. and it's all ages. You could be five years old, just have the games a little bit closer yeah. to 85 years old. Those are the ones you want to keep active. You know, they're yes. the ones that instead of playing bridge and canasta, get up, walk around, play the game a little bit and meet new friends. So it's, it's all ages. Yes, all ages. Uh, I just have uh, one last question for you. So sure. as a yard game entrepreneur, uh, what is your quote? What is your mantra? What's your inspiration that's getting you up in the morning, getting you ready to sell toss and tens every single day? Oh, that's a good one. What would be my mantra? One thing I always thought of is whether whatever business I was in, always treat the customer as your own, as, as you as you'd want to be treated. So if someone comes to me and starts speaking to me about the game, I just want to make them feel comfortable. And it's not me just trying to, you're not a dollar sign. I say, hey, once we start speaking, what's your name? I'll speak to them by their name, not a dollar sign, not just another person. And I think it's that, that the way I grew up. It's always that handshake in the beginning. Well, now it's a fist pump or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. But it's that, it's that feeling, listen, I'm truthful. You know, I'm genuine. I'm not just a, a BS artist, you know, saying, oh, yeah, here you go. Take your game and keep on moving. I want to talk to you about it and talk to you what's the best way to do it. And they start talking to me. They did a great game. How'd you think of it? So people don't have to do that on my end. But once I've got them feeling comfortable, it's a give and take. It's great. It's a good feeling. I love that. So I treat everybody the way I want to be treated. Yes, I love that. Given that genuine touch. And like I could tell just from this short time meeting you that you're very passionate about it. 
and it reflects in your product because it looks good. You took a lot of thought into it. I could see that. And I'm glad that people are giving you great feedback. And yeah, I, I wish you all the best because this is very cool. It's exciting. And ride the wave. Ride it as far as you I can. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Absolutely. Oh, man. But uh, Mark, that's all I got for you. Uh, thank you for uh, sharing your game. I'm glad you created it. And um, like I said, if there's anything I can do to help, I, I will be here and um, I'll be telling more people about Perfect. Toss and Tens. Great. I'll be in touch with you also. All right. That was Mark, creator of the game Toss and Tens. Wow. All I can say is wow because this game just got on the market in February and it is catching on. And if you already have cornhole boards, you can just add this right on top. And you know, if you're serious about your cornhole, this might make you better because you're aiming at more targets and playing a new game. So you might have more fun. So check him out. Links are in the show notes. And not only can you just play the skee-ball version? It is cool that you could play a drinking version, a baseball version, and even a golf version. And like you heard, there might even be a poker version. Like, just deviating, making a bunch of different games. I love the innovation and creativeness that came out of this. So, check it out. Links are in the show notes. And I will see you guys in the next one. Peace!